Hi, friends. Hello, should I delete that, listeners? We still have some tickets left for our live tour and we would absolutely love to see you there. On Thursday, the 23rd of May, we will be performing in the London Islington Assembly Hall. On Monday, the 27th of May, we will be in Salford. On Tuesday, the 28th of May, we'll be in Glasgow. Sunday, the 2nd of June, Birmingham. Monday, the 3rd of June, Bristol. And Tuesday, the 4th of June in Southampton. You can get your tickets at aegpresents.co.uk or via the link in the show notes or our Instagram bios. We really hope we see you there. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, bit to get 30, bit to get 20, 20, 20, bit to get 20, 20, bit to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promo rate for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. and welcome to our Thursday episode. I am so excited that this is a thing now. Thursdays are the, the Thursdays are the chaos. If Mon- no, I can't even say that because Mondays is fucking chaos too. But now the Should I Delete That podcast is a two-parter. We have our serious shit on Mondays, mostly serious, the more serious of the shit on Mondays. And then on Thursdays, we've just kind of got this anarchy where we're going to read out your emails. We've got our embarrassing stories. We've got Is It Just Me's. We're going to have a little chat. We're going to... I don't know, just, I don't know, what do we do? We're going to chat for more shite, basically. We're going to chat shit, yeah. We're going to chat shit, do it as we do. What Um, we do best. Yeah, exactly. Make absolutely no sense and just spread misinformation, basically. And we're really, really, (laughs) really happy that you're here. So thank you for coming back and welcome to, I fucking love a Thursday. I'm absolutely gassed that we've decided to do this. And you know what? I have to eat my words because at the beginning you suggested that we did two episodes a week and I was like, absolutely not, no way, terrible idea, blah, 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 blah. And then like three months later, I'm like... So, <laughs> can we actually do no, no. Yeah. Um, so I'll eat my words, and now it's happening. I, ke- I kept the "told you so" to myself. Don't worry. <laughs> oh, you can say it. I love. Except being, now I, I didn't. Love changing my mind. I just. I think it's so fun. So I don't mind yeah. being told so. I just love. Go, girl. Like this part is just so good for me. The is it just me? I just. I love it, and so I'm excited that it gets to stand alone and like. Yeah, people can, it gives it gives a chance to like breathe and have its own space. So I'm really pleased. Um, Good, me too. I've got a really, I've got a really serious, is it just me okay. to off with? And it's something that I've been thinking about a lot recently, right? Because I don't know, you know, when people talk about like the apocalypse and they're like, what would yeah. you do if there was an apocalypse? Would you yeah. run to the basement? Would you run up a hill? Would you find a bazooka? Would you get your dog and dig a hole would you like are you are you stocking loads of food you know there's people in america that like pack bags yeah. and stock foods and like make bomb shelters and shit and then there's like what would you do if there was a zombie invasion and you always come up with some like absolute bullshit thing like ah oh, well i'll go to an island in the middle you haven't got time to go to an island in the middle of nowhere. let's be realistic and uh, for some reason it keeps coming up uh, you know uh, maybe it's the, the threat of the nuclear shite that's happening in the world and then alex said it the other day when we were getting on the boat and he was like what would you do if like zombies came would you get on the boat i was like you know what this is something that I feel quite strongly, but I just need to know if it's just me. I think at the first sign of the apocalypse, I'd just be like, nope, take me. Oh, yeah. I don't think me I'd too. fight. I don't think I'd, I don't think I'd run. I don't no. think I'd struggle. I can't think of any situation that I wouldn't just want to die. The things I like in my life are like yeah. one lattes 
my comfortable bed, <laughs> like like clean sheets, like, you know, the things that I like would all be taken and there would be no point to life as far as I see it. But I, and I just think like, I do, do, do people worry about an apocalypse? Is that like a genuine Massively. concern? Really? Yeah, if you talk to my sister about it for more than like two or three minutes, she cries. It's not great. But like, it's, it's, a po- it's an apocalypse. It's an apocalypse. So that means the entire world dies, right? Well, yes. Or like if there's an apocalyptic situation. So like, I mean, to be fair, like what's going on with like the nuclear shit, I'd say that's fairly apocalyptic. But you know, like you can live like post-apocalypse. Like I'm not saying like meteorite, but I'm saying like I am legend 28 days later, that kind of thing. Like where it's like, it's pretty fucking bad. But then like maybe like, I don't know, like seven people in every borough survive okay see that i find quite concerning because like if if i know that everyone's gonna die the entire world's gonna die i just think like fuck it like why would i be worried about that because we're all gone like who cares whatever like you know rest in peace all of us but (laughs) if if like some people are gonna survive i don't like that why are we talking about this now i feel sick I don't know. I just don't think it would be me. I just don't think I'd want to be one of the ones that survived. That's all I'm saying. Like Lord of the Flies shit, it's just not for me. I like my life exactly as it is. And I think that if, you know, like if things are going to get tough, I'm just not interested. The, 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 I think the problem with me would be I, I freeze in a, in a, in a panic situation. I freeze in an emergency, which is a very, very bad and not a good trait. So I don't think I'd do anything. <laughs> I think I would just stand there and be like, just take me. Just because I can't, I don't know what else to do. So maybe I would fight. I'm kind of scrappy. Maybe I'd be all right. But in my head, I'm just like, "Mm, no, everyone else is making these plans. My mum was really going through the day. She's like, well, what would we do? And blah, blah, blah. And I was just like, I I think just count me out. I don't think I'm involved. I just think I'd, I would just get into bed under the duvet and just be like, whatever happens, happens. to try so hard as well. Like, I don't like to try that hard at anything. I just, you know, I think I just get embarrassed and be like, I've got a bit tragic. Yeah. Try hard, isn't she? Yeah. And imagine (laughs) if you try really hard and then you stay alive and then everyone around you who saw you try so hard stays alive too. And then like, that's awkward, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) And they didn't even try that hard. They just like survive. (laughs) So. And you've like pushed them all out the way to get like the only life jacket. Right. Thanks then. (laughs) so i probably put like the fear of death into those people that are like worried about the apocalypse and i apologize for that as i was saying it i was like this is probably a horrible thing but i just yeah i just think my will to live is like my will to live the life i live and i don't think i've got much of a will to live (laughs) any other kind of life so you like your comforts basically like like, like, oh you'd be like a cockroach you know like you could survive and it'd be like in some like nuclear wasteland or whatever and it's just like i've just been like hmm I don't know. No, I don't fancy I don't the sound sound of that actually. But life would be simple, wouldn't it? No, 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 no. If everything was radioactive, there was no food. You didn't know there was no water. Everybody you loved was dead. No, no like everything's gone. Everything on the that nothing simple about that. I mean, no, I mean, literally. yes. Okay. No, but right. Hang on. Okay. So you don't have a phone. You don't have a laptop. You don't have like. A million things to charge every Food. night. You don't, <laughs> you don't. Okay, okay, well, but you know, say, say you, do you have your husband. Say, oh, okay. Okay, I'm thinking of a very Every, different situation. Gone now. No, 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 no. It's I am legend 
Everything's I've never seen. I don't know what that is, but I, not if the people weren't around me. Oh my god, no! But if the people were around me, I feel like it's like The Walking Dead. Imagine The Walking Dead. You've I seen don't that? know. No. You seen Twenty Eight Weeks Later? No. No. What? You are not going to visualize this in the way that I need you to. No. It's like I'm not getting everybody's, it. Everybody's either everybody's dead or everybody's like going to eat you because they're a zombie. Oh, then I'd just be like, just if it's going to happen, just eat me. Just do it quick. Go for it. <laughs> just eat me. <laughs> please eat me I, I just gobble, can't gobble. deal with yeah. this anxiety will you just um, eat me just while we've been chatting I've just had a text from Alex saying a lizard just ran up my leg capital letters and lots of exclamation marks. oh cute Ooh, that's oh, really cute isn't that nice yeah look at him at one with nature he's, he's not chilled about that but um, should we get onto the real is it just me he's not the like trauma yeah, well, yeah so lo- lovely, love that that's for. how we started off great um, okay so I've got an email hi Everyone, she's named everyone, brilliant. Uh, first of all, I have to say, love the pod. Been listening since day one here in Oz. Oh my God, we've got a full, we've got a listener in Australia. That's really Hi-ya. cool. And it brings all the laughter, joy and empowerment to my Mondays. Oh, thanks babe. Oh. And Thursdays now too. And Thursdays, you're welcome. Uh, firstly, I'm sorry. I thought this was going to be a short one, but I got carried away, so strap in. Context to this message comes from an influencer that I've been following for years. Since I've been following them, their content has changed from fitness to more life style they don't track food and preach exercise for feeling good and mental health this was great for me as my mindset did the same as I went into recovery from an ED eating disorder sorry but I've noticed some of the titles of videos and other projects they're engaging with lately on the lead up to their wedding now have the titles getting back on track or wedding prep and while they reinforce that they're doing it to feel good or feel their best they still engage with body checking adding sprints to an already grueling workout or wearing their Fitbit to monitor steps even stating that they have walked around the kitchen island at the end of the day just to reach the 10,000. They rebut any comment that exercise is motivated by anything but feeling good. But to me, this is this just reeks of diet culture and a perpetuation that thin is the ideal. It, it all seems very wedged. Because I'm hypersensitive to this kind of talk, it really bothers me that they feel the need to deny the fact that they're not perpetuating any thin ideals or fat phobia. But because of how strong their messaging is, I can see other people just thinking this is normal and healthy and not diet culture or thin orientated. And that, in capitals, bothers the frick out of me. <laughs> now, is it just me or is diet culture reaching new levels of sneakiness could it be that a lot of people are subscribing to or even preaching diet culture ideas without knowing 100% people are doing it without knowing I think so okay there's, I think there's a few things to this I think it is really hurtful and difficult when you're looking at something that you know is damaging that you know is dangerous that you know is perpetuate perpetuating a rhetoric that that is going to harm people and it it must be difficult when you look at somebody who you relate to do something that you don't agree with and that whether or not we're right you're right which in our opinion we would say yes you're right like Mm. to perpetuate diet culture is a bad thing it is difficult when i think you're watching somebody do something that you know is damaging Mm. but you also have it from the the personal perspective of like this is hurting me because of my shit as well so obviously you take it more personally. I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying that's how social media works. So it's a bit difficult because I think, although like this is a bad thing, I think unfortunately the only thing you can do about it is probably Mm. to mute or unfollow this creator. And Al, I don't know if you've got other ideas on it because I think unfortunately, although she may be wrong, Mm. she doesn't owe you anything and she doesn't owe us anything. And, she has this responsibility to herself and yes to her followers but she 
she ultimately has to be the judge of what's right in that case and it's just really difficult and I find it really hurtful as well when you see someone who you respect kind of like perpetuating something that you know is damaging it's like oh please don't do this but then you actually sit with and you're like well what can I do beyond protecting myself and I think that's kind of what we have to get to with social media is it's like there is going to be a particular diet culture there's going to be damaging shit all over the place and forever and people it sounds like this woman has fallen victim of it again which is difficult for her and Safa, particularly if she did well and has now slipped back and mm. and she's obviously on her own journey and going through her own shit and i think all of that's going to happen and it's going to happen everywhere it's going to happen to her it's going to happen to it's going to happen everywhere mm. and the realistic route that we have to take is protecting ourselves from the things that trigger us right exactly the power is in our hands and i know that can be difficult when you i mean a lot of us feel like we know the people that we follow and especially if we admire them to see a shift into something that doesn't then align with our our values or our morals is really jarring and it you know the the temptation is to say something or to get your point across but you're right at the end of the day you know it's the power is is in our hands to get take ourselves out of the situation and you know possibly have compassion for this person because weddings are really triggering as well you know they are I mean you know Em like there's a lot of talk around losing weight for the wedding and and having you know the looking perfect for your wedding and it can be very triggering and it sounds like I don't know if this is the case but it sounds like that's fed into this slip back into diet culture for her so I think if you can engage compassion for her unfollow her you know yeah. get her out of your feed so that you don't have to deal with it because you don't need the diet like culture her, you can mute her if you don't because i i personally hate unfollowing people because i always feel like it's like oh it's not their fault yeah so i think muting's a nice option yeah you can mute her and then she will never appear for you but she just doesn't know you've unfollowed her or or, or whatever but um yeah the 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 power is is in your hands and then I do you know what I, I guess I find I find this difficult and I think I find this confronting because that is the opinion I have is to you know unfollow her remove her from your life and leave it be because yes yeah, she doesn't know owe you anything but then I guess what's confusing then is that a lot of what I do sort of calls out people who perpetuate diet culture so I guess this is quite confusing for me because it feels important for me to call that stuff out which is why I do it so I don't know maybe I haven't quite but I think you I think you have obviously I don't think any of us have quite like got our heads about like what's right and what's wrong I think something to consider as well is that we might perceive somebody as being on the right track and doing everything perfectly and we'd look at someone and be like god they, they, good for them they've denounced diet culture they've done this and this and this and this and they're perfect now and they and i relate to them because and then they do one thing a different thing because humans do a multitude of things every yeah. every single day and, we, and they do this one thing and we're like fuck well f- well riddle me confused because i thought she was better than that and i thought this and i thought this and and actually, maybe she's been struggling with this the whole time. Maybe that's been, maybe, maybe, maybe. You know, there's so many maybes. We don't know. We don't know for sure anything about these people. So I think, like, to project a lot of our own, like, well, they're better than this now and they should be above this. And then when they fall short, it's actually really hard for them because this person is probably falling short of our expectations of them. If we put our expectations on people that they must be perfect, they've denounced diet culture, they're better than this now, then they do something perceived to be wrong. 
then they fall. It's like, this is, they don't know. They didn't know that they were put up there in the first place. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, I think basically what you said at the end there about it being complicated, you know, diet culture getting everywhere. I think that's what we have to remember. And Al said it with compassion. Like, yeah, like we do need to call this stuff out on a mass level, on a societal level, because it is toxic and it is poisonous and it is hurting people. And it and it might just be hurting this person as well. Yeah. And so I think maybe having a bit of compassion for them. I think but it's difficult. I think an important thing to remember about like people who publicly denounce diet culture and call it out and speak about it. Like, yes, they know a lot about diet culture and they, you know, have to a certain extent rid their lives of diet culture but they still live in the same diet culture ridden world that you do as well yeah and also the reason the reason that most people come to denouncing diet culture is because they've had an unhealthy relationship with food or with diet culture or with exercise at some point in their lives a perfect a person who's had a perfectly healthy relationship with food and exercise doesn't one day stand up and start fighting against the system that damaged them because they're not damaged the fact is is the people that are fighting most injustices but particularly this is our space so we can talk about it with more knowledge is we cut we came to this forgive me al for saying this about you we came to fight this because we were damaged and we were hurt by it yeah. so now we're fighting it yeah so everybody that stands up to fight against it has been hurt by it first. And I think that's something that's really critical to remember when we think somebody's done something wrong yeah. is that if they've ever, you know, to, to accuse someone of hypocrisy, and that's, that's the reason why a lot of people don't speak out is because they're so scared of being accused of being a hypocrite. But I think we have to remember why everybody started on this journey. And it's probably for the same reasons as they have been as damaged, if not more damaged, not that there's a yeah. level of damage, whatever. Everybody's been hurt by it. And that is, it's often the people who have been most damaged by diet culture that are the ones to stand up and fight it. Totally. So that's something worth and remembering as you, well. You can do as much healing on yourself as you want. You can, you can practice self-love until there's, there's no more self-love left to practice but and and you can work on changing your mindset so so much but at the end of the day you we live in a world where that mindset is not reflected back at us so you have to take that into consideration I think and realize that the people that we follow and the, the voices in this space or whatever space like you you can't you can't put them on this pedestal and and expect them to behave and, and perform exactly you know in the most perfect like impeccable manner because it's just it's just not realistic I'm not saying that, that this is what that girl is doing I think we've moved on to something a little bit different um probably onto the fact that a lot of us still have diet culture in our lives in some capacity i don't think it ever goes away i think that well it can't what, what you teach them is you have to just keep fighting it and yeah and, they, and the fights get easier and easier and and it comes more naturally to you to stop describing foods as good or bad or yeah stop feeling the need to tr but you know some people's diet culture and i put that in inverted commas is other people's health and i put that in inverted commas we all have a different perception you know somebody counting their steps for me personally, that's not a triggering thing for me at all. But yeah. I know for a lot of people it is. And so like, yeah. I'm I'm a bit of a, like, I love walking. So when I like hit like 30,000 or whatever in a day, I'm like, fucking A, look at my feet, they're on yeah. fire. <laughs> and, you know, it's it's no biggie for me at all, but I know it is a biggie for other people. So sometimes if I ever mention that on Instagram, I'm like, God, I'm bushed, I walked so far today. People are like, that's very triggering. And I'm like, oh God, sorry, I didn't think about that. And you just, you know, we all have our different buttons and we all have our different little fights and and... And I think that's important to remember as well. 
100%. But in answer to your question, yes, diet culture is sneaky. Um, Which is why Alex has written a very helpful book to help you deal with these issues. It's available next week. Very exciting. You can get it everywhere. It's number two on Amazon today. Thank you. Thanks for the um, thanks for the plug. Got, I'll I'll, wi- no I'll wire you forty quid. <laughs> Ran- random number forty, <laughs> and also we don't wire anymore, More, do uh, we? We just tra- yeah. we just transfer. Uh, um. um. Okay, I've got I've got. Is it just me? And actually, I think this came up in the episode of Monday. Uh, is it just me? Does anyone else panic when someone asks them a question and go along with what they're saying, even if it isn't true? As an example, I went into a workplace yesterday and was saying hello to an old colleague. He said, are you still working at the council? No, I've not worked at the council for over eight years, but for some reason I panicked and said yes. He asked which department. I panicked and said the same department, but a different team. I then explained that they were making cutbacks. He'll know, it's been in the local press. So my brain was thinking ahead to what other questions he might ask me. Meanwhile, a tiny bit of my brain was quietly saying, um, hello, you don't work there, why are you doing this? FML, so awkward. Now I'm thinking I can't go there for a good while and goes up and into him again. I love that so much. Oh my God, uh, I love that. And 100%. Sometimes like my brain just doesn't work quick enough. So when someone's asking me a question, I'm just like, yeah. And then suddenly you realise that the answer wasn't yeah, but yeah, it just goes too far. And then you're like, how can I at this point go back and be like, actually, that question that you asked me five minutes ago is actually no. And that I therefore that this conversation I'll is redundant. No, yeah, no, I'm lying to you. I'm sitting, I'm lying the way. No, I do it sometimes, and I'll do it really quickly. I don't know why I just said that. That's completely not the right answer. Like sometimes, yeah. you know, even when someone's like, "How are you?" and I'm like, "I'm fine." I don't know why I said that. I'm not fine. I'm, I'm my world's fully apart. Everything's. Fine. <laughs> do you know what I do a lot? Which I hate. I hate that I do this, but I ask questions and I don't listen to the answers. I know, I hate that. Said my podcast host of five months. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not on the podcast. Not, not in the situ- Like, it's more in like relaxed situations where it doesn't matter. Like with Dave, I'll be like, what time is the, you know, doodah coming, whatever. And he'll say it. And then I'll be like, uh, sorry, I didn't listen to you when I asked. And he'll say, you know, he'll say oh, t- two o'clock again. And then two minutes later, I'm like, I'm so sorry. I didn't listen again. <laughs> and then like an hour later, I'm like, don't kill me. But what time is it? Do you do that? It's so annoying. I I th- yeah, I just think that's being in a relationship. And it's not a lack of interest. Like, I want to know. But I ask the question and then I just zone out. And then I'm like, oh, fuck. I'm gonna or have to you ask go, again. yeah, I get it. And I go to the next thing mentally. So I'm already, I'm way ahead of that old question. <laughs> yeah. Boring. Like, I'm like, I'm already thinking about what I'm going to cook them or whatever. What little, uh, like, pithy expression. Like, what cute little magnet I might see on my way into the uh, fridge as I go and get them. Christ. Like, the wine. Um, uh, yeah, I do that. I'm, I'm trying to think of examples, but I know I've lied. Some, but sometimes I just lie. Sometimes I just think, like, when I meet people, I always have to go. To, I used to have to go to this cocktail party all the time, and and I had to go with my whole family actually earlier this year. And we just had this ridiculous day where we were like, everyone I went on holiday with earlier this year, and we just were like, what should we say we do? Like, what shall we say we do? I love that. And it's like we all just had this like great. I what did I say? What did oh, you say? I was like, I'm just. <laughs> So that's on the PR team for mosquitoes. They're just really undergoing a rebrand, like the Zika <laughs> virus, malaria. It was really bad for them. Like they've just had a really hard rep recently. But like we're just we're really just trying to like rechannel our energy and just kind of like get back to the drawing board, get excited again, get everybody like back on side because it's just been it's just been a really bad few decades for mosquitoes. So like I was like I was like heading up the PR team for the mosquitoes. <laughs> that is so that was good. My, like, big dream. Yeah, did you so say good. Did you say that to that, anyone? It was really annoying. The fucking party got cancelled because of a coronavirus. We had a whole thing. My brother said he worked at. 
at the Cotswold Wildlife Park as a sloth, as a, as a, as a sloth trainer. <laughs> oh my God. Sloths need training in. Absolutely um, brilliant. Okay. Yeah, so good. My sister said she was going to be a, um, <laughs> like a, a prof, a case, a case prof. No, oh, I can't remember what she, it was a really intense thing. It was catty. It had to be really intense. I'm trying to remember what Alex said he'd do. It was a whole thing. So yeah, I, and I kind of get I the love urge that. to do that sometimes, but but then I think, oh my God, if I've had the urge to do this, maybe other people have had the urge to do this. So sometimes when I meet people, I'm like, yeah, what the yeah. And then when you do, they're like, I'm a lawyer, I'm a criminal lawyer. I'm like, interesting. I've liar. never thought of that. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd like to see your, your, your degree certificate. I don't know. What's, yeah, exactly. what's a criminal? Oh God, I don't know. What do they get? Um, I've never thought about that, Paper. but that's, ex- oh. Doctorates. I don't know. No, not doctorates. Next yeah, week, interesting, interesting. I'm going to come with what I would do. I need time to think. I'm not good on the spot, but so give me some time. Okay, I'm going to come with something. the gang what they were all doing as well. Yeah, yes, no. yes, I like that. Okay, I have an embarrassing story. Hit me. And you know what it had to be? My you favorite. know what it had to be this? It's poo. It's shit out. Oh, Obviously, it had God to be. God's sake. It had to be. We didn't even mention it once on Monday. Not even one fucking oh. nugget was mentioned. So today, we're going to rectify Don't say that. nugget. Don't say nugget that? when we're talking about poo. Well, little, little nugget of poo. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, hit oh, me, God, hit me. Good. Oh, are you going to be sick? I'm c- no, I'm all right. I, I, I'm, I've rallied. Okay, uh, I'm just going to read the little front bit out because she's obsessed with the podcast. So it's the only thing that gets her out of bed and to the gym on a Monday morning. I, I'm oh. putting PT in my bio. I'm putting a PT. PT? I'm, putting, I'm, I'm putting PT in my personal trainer. <laughs> um, so here goes. First of all, is it just me that gets the most intense need to poo when hungover? No. no, that's why they call them the Alco poos for. My, yeah, really put my sister on blast today. But yeah, the Alco poos are they're real babes. Um, she says I hope not. Anyway, I'd been away for a night with friends, drank far too much, and was suffering big time the next day. Fish and chips and a beach walk were on order. We were at the fish and chip shop, more like a restaurant, quite fancy for context. And I had a sudden urge. It's okay, I thought. I'm right next to the loo. What can go wrong? Well, how wrong was I? I relieved my bowels from their hungover sadness, flushed the loo, went to wash my hands in the same cubicle as the toilet, turned round and was horrified. Oh, no. The toilet had blocked. The poo had broken up and the water was rising rapidly. I had no idea what to do. I could hear people waiting outside for the toilet and my panic was intensifying. I tried the toilet brush, but that just made it worse. Much like the Weatherspoons incident referred to last week. In the end, all I could do was close the toilet lid. I blew my nose really loudly scuttled out of the toilet quickly said in the queue oh I just went in to blow my nose obviously they knew it was me I ate my fish and chips in shame and made a quick exit from the restaurant without admitting to my friends what had occurred behind the closed doors anyway I've just thought of a silicon toothbrush thanks for, no not toothbrush, toothbrush. <laughs> um, thanks for the advice Em keep doing what you're doing please keep me anonymous I <clears throat> die you know that's activated my gag reflex podcast, it's given me so much compassion. But oh. you know, whenever you go into a public loo and you just see something rank and you're like, oh, yeah. who did this? The boo, like shame. I don't yeah. feel that anymore. I just feel sadness for the person that did it. I'm like, you poor little bastard. Are you, are you, are you okay? Because this is okay. not good. It's, this is brought up and is it just me for me, right? So when I go into a loo and it smells bad, right? And it's obviously someone's had a poo before me so when I then when I then leave the toilet like I feel compelled to say that wasn't me (laughs) which is exactly what you would say if if it it was was me (laughs) but I'm always Um, like oh it stinks in there because I'm like no it wasn't me I I need you to know that was not me 
<laughs> I I completely get that. I completely get that. But I'm also really aware of the fact that nothing I do will make it look like it wasn't me. Like if you pull like a little like oop face, people will be like, Ew. <laughs> if you if you're like that someone else did that, that's exactly what you Oh, I tell you what, this this actually reminds me of something that my granddad, my mum's dad used to do. <laughs> he said once, my um he he was they were at a fancy dinner and he did a big fart and he just looked at my granny and went don't worry, Mary, tell them it was me. And she was like, but it was you. And he's like, that's the spirit. Keep it up. <laughs> I love that. That's a good so one. good, isn't it? Um, it's very convincing. Well done. Um, yeah, so good. So, but yeah, there's, there's no, like, I'm the same as you. I don't know how to get out of that situation. No. You just, if I go into a, but I, my, I'm like a sniffer dog. Honestly, Another backup job for me, sniffer dog. I'd be fantastic. Put me at Heathrow, I'll find you cocaine, no drama. My sense <laughs> of smell is fantastic. It's too good. I go interesting, I happened at the airport the other day, I went into the middle, I was like, Ugh, uh, it's so bad. Sorry, I'm ga- you know gagging thinking about it. That's, remind- that's reminded me of something, that should have been my bad, at your wedding, right? So I oh, no. rented a dress oh, for the first shit. time, which I loved, beautiful dress, but I swear it had not been washed properly or maybe it's just been worn like too many times. And I put it on and I was like, oh my God, I can smell something. So I was, pa- until I got a bit drunk, I was paranoid the entire day. I was in the toilets like every 15 minutes spraying more deodorant. Like I was too scared to lift my arms up. It was, oh, I, I get a, such a fear about people smelling me and I'm always just convinced that I smell so I'm the same I'm such but where did I put I put it on at the the wedding so much because it's like if the bride stinks it's just rancid and I I hate smelling I hate smelling I know yeah I get on really well with it but the the wild I've literally gotten there the wild deodorant yeah so good because it's like it actively smells of something good so I always know that I've still got it on. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes when you've got yeah. like a deodorant that doesn't smell of anything, you're like, oh God, um, do I? Yeah. Do, do I smell? Because you can't tell. But if you've got a deodorant that's like fragranced on, then I can still smell that. And I'm like, okay, I'm cool. Yeah. You know what but I mean? Because that's yeah. the level of my paranoia. Okay. But then there's a panic of like, you just can't smell yourself. But like other people could smell you and everyone's talking about you and you just don't know. I promise, Al. I don't think you smell. I've never talked about you behind your back for smelling. Okay, I've talked about thanks. you for loads of other shit. Like, <laughs> yeah, so call me for shit. everything. But, but never how bad you smell. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she's, a, she's, a, she's a fucking mess of a woman. She does smell good. Okay, Actually, good. people do smell that you smell. Like, people say that you smell nice. I, I hear the rumours. People talk behind your back about how good you smell. Do you know what's really weird? When I had COVID and I lost my, ta- my smell and taste afterwards, like, I, my own smell smelt disgusting. Like, actually, disgu- like, it changed how I smelt. It was so weird. It was weird. so weird. Anywho, um, that I think brings us to the yeah. end. Yeah, it's our Thursday segment. Is which it I just me? Love. Is it? Oh, yeah. We need a new jingle. Oh, we I do. Think we, need a new jingle. we do need a, do- a new yeah. jingle. However, in true fashion, we are not organised enough to get one to you for this week. However, no, and possibly not, not next we'll week make either. A new jungle. But jungle jingle. <laughs> we'll make a jungle. We're gonna make a jungle. We're gonna make an ecosystem. It's gonna be fucking stunning. We're gonna have bees. We're gonna have flies. We're gonna have crickets, butterflies, trees, leaves. 
great you're too much of a big <laughs> thinker it stresses me out okay you just, you, you just, you, it's, too, it's too much um, it's too much i was just thinking of some trees some palm trees and then you add in all these all these animals and bees and insects and jesus it's just it's too much for my little brain <laughs> i'm a dreamer i'm a dreamer what can i say um I but a, a jingle is coming like a bottle of wine i feel like i should have said oh, that like, i love this. To this recording i've been drinking consistently since my wedding Cook oh, breakfast i love it lunch dinner and every point in between as you as you should enjoy yourself as i said Thank to you, you i would have had a drink with you but i'm not drink i'm not drinking ever again after your wedding so that's that never never yeah never never yeah never enough is how that song finishes i don't believe you oh, I think yeah. you're absolutely full of shit. <laughs> that was good <laughs> Um, okay, well, I personally love doing this because I've missed you. Oh my God, I miss you. Like and then we are back. Yes. The band is back together. Yes. We've got a big meeting with Dave. I'm excited for that. We Dave have. who enjoys himself we at have. weddings. Who fucking knew? Who knew? Um, <laughs> who knew? And yeah, we will be back next Monday. And oh my God, next Monday's guest I'm fucking gassed for. Me too. Yeah, so fun. It's actually, which means you've got two doses of comedy next week, not the weird yes. comedians, but basically our Monday episode is funny. Um, oh God, I just did a little burp. Loved anyway, it. I'm going to go, because you know what I need? I need more wine. You need a drink. I'm going out for sushi, babes. I've got to go. <gasps> Okay. oh my god enjoy thank you for joining Fucking us thriving. from your honeymoon that was very cool of you well, um, thanks for having me and we will see you guys all on monday thanks so much for listening see you on monday love you guys bye see you later. bye, bye.